Hello and welcome again to Not Just a Raindow Podcast. Today Catherine is as usual with you and we are going deep into the next uncovered topic. I hope you enjoy my project and please, share my podcast with your friends. It will help me to discover new topics about LGBTQ plus society. Okay. Let's start. NLGJA recently announced that they're broadening their acronym to include everyone in the LGBTQ plus community. They're now called NLGJA, the Association of LGBTQ Plus Journalists to reflect the many identities that make up their community. Recently, I wrote about the word queer and its significance in our community as a title and the argument that exists around whether it should be used or not. This was after a discussion from funny man David Sedaris on CBS Sunday Morning. He doesn't like the word, feeling that using it, at least for him, is just another way to rebrand. He went from being homosexual, to gay, and now queer. I was pondering the Sedaris piece when I noticed the NLGJA announcement about adding PLUS to the LGBT acronym. Some folks are ecstatic about this addition, while others are getting sick of the acronym growing longer and longer. We here at Equal Pride have been using the PLUS for a while now. To be honest, it was tough to make it a routine. Whenever I wrote a column, almost every single time, I had to go over it and add plus to each reference to LGBTQ. When you type as fast as I do, you don't even think about using plus. I don't mind the plus at all, but it got me wondering, do we really need it? What does it stand for? Some people think that the Q is there to include those who don't fit into the LGBT category. I think queer is a great way to express that, as it's a word that covers a lot of people who can't decide which letter to identify with. Plus, it's a great option for those who find themselves somewhere in the middle of the rainbow spectrum. People who are questioning themselves can use Q too. Many folks go beyond using Q and plus and instead use LGBTQIA+, which includes I for intersex and for asexual. And then there's the less common way of representing the community, LGBTQ2, which adds the two for two spirits. But with all these expansions, are we going too far? NLGJA said that adding the plus isn't enough for everyone, but it's more than just a superficial change. I contacted a friend who's in a thruple, and I asked if he thinks his relationship is included in LGBTQ+. He said no, jokingly suggesting that we should add another T to the acronym and call it LGBTQ+. He's an older guy, and his two partners are keeping their relationship somewhat secret, so I'm not allowed to mention his name. But I reached out to him because he teaches English as a second language, as a language expert, what did he think about all the new terms being added to the LGBT acronym recently? I'm no expert, but when you have long acronyms, it's bound to cause some confusion. It looks like these additions, the plus and the Q, were meant for our own community, not the general public. It could be especially confusing for older people, but I guess the younger generation probably likes it. It's kind of ironic that this new acronym is so long, considering the younger generation usually prefers short and sweet. But if they want to express themselves and they're okay with the long acronym, then I guess there's nothing to complain about. The center in NYC, which is highly respected, says the plus sign is used to represent any gender identity or sexuality that can't be accurately described in words, like non-binary. 
Checking out the center's website, it says they've been supporting, fostering and celebrating the LGBT community of New York City since 83. It sounds like they don't include queer or questioning, intersex, asexual and non-binary people in that though. Maybe they should update the LGBT to be more inclusive. When I checked out GLAD's website, none of their headlines had the plus. But when I went to Human Rights Campaign, they did use it. It Gets Better Project also included the plus, as did GLSEN, SAGE, and PFLAG. Seems like more and more people are suggesting it should be used more often so everyone can feel included. We can't just say we're about inclusivity, we need to act on it and use the plus. It's not one-size-fits-all anymore, and recent years have shown us that it's more important than ever to show support for all LGBTQ folks. We need to be aware of the fact that trans and non-binary communities are being targeted by those in power, and that's why our organization is stepping up to show how we stand with them. Changing up our acronym and recognizing the new variations of the pride flag, there are a lot of them, is one way to demonstrate that we're with them. I spoke to Shirley MacLaine last summer and asked her about all the young people coming out in different ways, and her response was really inspiring, we have to be open and accepting of everyone and their individual truth. Thinking about the possibility that there's more than just two sexes is pretty interesting. What would it mean for you if you couldn't just think of yourself as male or female? It's worth considering how different cultures and societies have viewed gender identity in the past. Maybe there were more than two sexes, or ones that we haven't even imagined yet. We shouldn't just ignore the idea that there could be more than two. What's to say that we're stuck with just two choices? That's all for today. I hope this episode was useful for you all. Do not forget to share my podcast with your friends and see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.